Hey, Emmett Dempsey with Treasure Coast Mortgage. Welcome back to the channel. In today's video, we're gonna talk all about how to finance your first Airbnb or investment property. I know that's something that uh, Cheryl and I just kind of delved into. We bought a uh, condo here in PGA Village in the Gulf Phyllis, uh, and our son lives on one side, and our, we have Airbnb out the other side. So our 19-year-old son now lives from, away from home, so he's, he's really just uh, about two minutes outside the gate, but still, it's, it's good for him, good for us. But uh, for us, uh, we love the investment opportunity uh, and see the, the the returns that we're getting on Airbnb. It's it's really just a popular uh, thing that we do. I want to acquire hundreds of them, but how do you do it? So how do you finance them? Uh, today we're talking about three ways that you can finance your first Airbnb or investment property. Okay, number one are traditional Fannie Freddie financing. Uh, they're done for mortgage brokers, just like me. So definitely give me a call. Uh, so they're done through traditional mortgage brokers. It's generally 25% down. Uh, you can get away with 20% down. Actually, technically the minimum is 15% down, but the drastic difference in rates uh, from 15 to 20 to 25% down. Uh, so the rates are higher than uh, normal owner-occupied, but how high is high these days? Um, I was doing loans lately in mid-high threes uh, for investment properties. Um, that was great for owner-occupied uh, rates just a couple of years ago. So the rates are still very, very good for investment properties, so it's definitely a good time to buy. So it's generally, like I said, 25% down. You also have to qualify with the new mortgage and then the new property. But one good benefit of buying investment property that way, you get what's called a 1007 appraisal report. And what that is, it's a market value of rent. So the appraiser will go out there, not only uh, he'll uh, do his appraisal process to do the market value uh, for the sale, but he'll also do a market rent analysis. Uh, so for instance, if a property rents for 2000 a month, they use 75% uh, of that, they, they, they'll use a 25% vacancy factor, and they'll give you credit for $1,500 a month to offset that new debt, which can be helpful you know, if, if your debt to income is, is tight. So that, that's number one is the traditional Fannie Freddie financing. Okay, number two, non-QM loans. Um, I know we did a non-QM video here a couple years ago. I need to update that, it's on my to-do list. But uh, there's a non-QM loan called a DSCR, or Debt Service Coverage Ratio Loan, where basically all that matters is the property. It's really the only true stated income loans they have left these days. Um, so if you're uh, an investor with multiple properties or you have hard document income, this is probably a good, good way for you to acquire investment property. Um, so what they do is, like I talked about before, the 1007 rent schedule, the appraiser will give his market assessment also the, the rental. So in that prior case, about $2,000 a month for rent. Um, depending on what the debt service coverage ratio is with the new, uh, new mortgage payment, new mortgage payment, taxes, insurance, what have you, there's a, a calculation that every, uh, and every lender is different. So you, know, you definitely can give me a call for that. Um, you know, based on what you're buying, as long as it covers that debt service coverage ratio, uh, you, you're able to qualify. Uh, generally, it does require you know a good amount of down payment and some reserves as well. But this is you know generally for if you have a hard to document income or if you have a lot of other investment properties or you've maxed out your Fannie Freddie financing, uh, non-QM DSCR loans are a good option to look at. Okay, number three is what we call house hacking or house hopping. Now, uh, one form of house hacking is to is you can buy a multiple unit property. Now, what we consider single family is actually one to four units. That's what uh, all your, your your loans are based off of one to four units um, for your single family lending before you get into commercial lending. 
So single family lending is one to four units. So you can buy a fourplex, live on one side, rent out the other three. You know, I don't know here in Florida, I don't see a lot of multi-unit uh, properties, but I'm sure other pockets of Florida have them. So you gotta check out your market. So you, know, you, you can buy a fourplex, rent one out. That's one form of house hacking, or you can buy a single family house, rent out rooms. That's definitely a, another way. Um, one other, other way is called basically house hopping. And uh, especially what you do is you, you buy an owner-occupied property with FHA or you know 3.5% down, conventional 3% down, or whether you're VA loan. And I did a, a video about two VA loans at the same time, and, and that's a good strategy to do. So basically, you, you buy it owner-occupied, you live in it for six months to a year, then you find another property to live in, and you just continue the cycle. So you get attractive owner-occupied financing as long as you meet the occupancy requirements. You know to, to make sure that you, know, you find out what they are because uh, your intent to occupy you know, with six months to a year. Make sure you follow uh, the rules and regulations. Uh, but this is a good way to cheaply acquire property because your intent is to occupy, and then you'll you move and uh, you know so on and so forth. And that's basically called house hacking, house hopping, in order for you to do that. Okay, those are a few ways that you can finance your first Airbnb or investment property. Hope that was informative. Here's a few more videos on my channel you might find useful. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you on the next one.